So what's up, Alexander the Average? How are you, man? Are you excited for your trilogy fight with Max Holloway this weekend? Yeah, of course, me. That's easy money. That's like us cooking kangaroos back in Australia. Oh, that's what's up, man. So what's your plans? What's your plan, son? What's your game plan for this fight? What do you think? Well, honestly, Triple C, I'm planning on doing the same thing I always do. So your plan is on winning and then eventually going up and winning a second bout, huh? Yeah, I think I want to be double champ just like you, Triple C. Your time will come. Your time will come to come up and challenge Triple C. Don't worry. Those 55 pounders will pound you. Your time is coming. Good luck, pal. <gasps> <laughs> You can't get Volk off your mind. You're pulling off his head right there. You're playing with him at Fight Week. An important fight for him. He's got the trilogy with Max Holloway, and you're off there ripping the heads? Come on, man. I just don't give a fuck. Let's get this ball rolling, Schmo, because time is money, and money is time. And with that said, welcome back to the Triple C and Schmo Show. I'm the Schmo. My partner's got Olympic gold medal. The champ champ making the comeback. Humble Henry. Henry Cejudo. What's going on, Schmo? How's everything? I like the new, by, by the way, I like the new hair, man. Bring it back uh, Slim Shady, huh? Blonde Schmo. First time, baby. Got to switch it up. International Fight Week. Triple C. You dig it? I like it, man. I like it. I think it's uh, you. You definitely look Italian, to be quite honest with you. Italian. There's a lot of good-looking blonde guys, man. Danny Sabatello, Israel Adesanya's done the blonde here. You can't forget blonde Brunson. So many guys. Phil Hawes. Lots of guys do the blonde here. And now add the schmo to the list. Yeah. Congratulations, schmo. You're looking good. Appreciate that. Let's start off with this. Let's call it long story short. Pun intended. Debut of this segment. Let's talk about USC Vegas 57. This fight night, this past weekend at the Apex, the Schmo was over in Chicago watching it from a bar because we had AEW the other night. But let's talk about this, man. What's your biggest takeaway from this? Because it was a great fight night. Man, it was a great fight night. I think the main event happened to prove that's probably the most competitive fight that I have seen in, in mixed martial arts, honestly. It was maybe maybe not the slickest on uh, on Gar uh, what is it Gar Gamrot help me pronounce that Shmo Mateus Gamrot yeah Gamrot yeah maybe Gamrot was is not the slickest but he found a way to really get to his takedowns find ways to steal the rounds and you know whoever says whoever says the other guy won is like is you're out of your mind this is the perfect way of how is it that you still fight and literally yeah you might have maybe taken a little more damage but time control of the cage and all that is uh is is a trip man it's crazy a triple C. I'm glad you said that because let's start off with the Schmo arguing with you because in real time we scored it for Armand Sarukian. Yes, he got the takedowns, Gamera. But look at the damage. Look at the body kicks. And even if it was round four, that was in question. Let me just, let the Schmo just say this. By no means was this a robbery that Gamrot won the fight. But the scoring and the judging, the inconsistencies from week to week. Because in round four, yes, he got the takedown. He took the back. But are you not scoring the knockdown? He dropped him a few times this fight. Sarukian dropped Gamrot. And what did Gamrot really do with the takedowns outside of round four? It's an interesting fight. 
and it looks like Sarukian, he had more skills. They were very evenly matched up with the grappling department. Like you said, it was probably the most evenly matched fight the Schmo's seen in ages, if not ever. But when it comes down to it, it was the cardio of Gamrot, and he wanted it more in the championship rounds. I could see them giving it to him in different ways, but the inconsistencies of the judging week in, week out, the Schmo in real time had Armand Sarukian winning the fight. Yeah, I mean, I I want to agree with you, but no, I think I think just you talk about somebody still in a fight, Schmo. I can relate to this man. I believe he has a wrestling background, and I can relate to him. Like I said, he's not the slickest on his feet, but he's a gamer. And gamers, gamers that win are typically brawlers, or they just find a way to win, and that's who he is. He's going to go back. He's going to make adjustments. He's going to have to make adjustments. But I love the guy. I love the kid just for the simple fact that Gambra called out Justin Gaethje. Like legit, like legit called him out and he did his like, no, this isn't, this isn't a front. This is something that I know I want to fight you. I want the most brutal guy because I want my shot at the title. And to me, as Justin Gaethje is my friend, I respect that. Whomever, he's going out there and he's chasing his dream. And you can't. You can't argue that, man. Like you have to respect that. I think that's that. This is why I'm I'm a big fan. If he can really polish up his uh, his striking a bit with that mentality, with that gamer mentality that he has on you, 155 pounders, including including uh, including Charles the Bronx and Islam, man. You guys will be in for a treat with this guy. This guy knows how to win. Absolutely, gamer is his nickname. The schmo thinks he's a high energy is that guy. His, is, is, is that his is that his nickname, schmo? He's Polish. The Schmo knows. He's heard Joanna Young Jacek call him Gamer. I believe Gamer is his nickname, and he's certainly game. The guy, like you said, he finds a way to win. We've seen him do it. It was so impressive what he did against Jeremy Stevens. Even he had a fight, I believe it was in Fight Island early on. The guy, um, you know him well, Goron. I think Goron won that fight, but they actually, the judges gave it to Gamrot. He found a way to steal the fight in Fight Island. Might have been one of his first fights in the UFC. And, yeah. uh, it's a situation where the guy finds a way to win the game. You can't knock him on it. He's entertaining. He wants the toughest fight. He's taking a lot of damage. He still goes forward, and he calls out Gaethje. We love that. Uh, Triple yeah. C, who else impressed you? Because Rachmanov, the way he just dismantled Neil Magny, and Umar Namega Madoff, man, a domination at Banmoid. Between those two guys, whoo! Man, Umar is... He's ready. He's ready for the top 10. He's ready for the top five. This kid is dangerous. And I've always told him, I said, you know, I'm not sure if we'll ever cross paths, Schmo, but maybe we will because he's going to have to, you know, he's going he's, he's gonna to have a path to get to the title. But nobody should sleep on this dude. This, this dude is a real deal. And I think, I think you set him up with the other Russian, Zahid. I believe it's uh, Zahid. Saeed Narmagomedov, no relation to Khabib Narmagomedov. No, but I, I, I think I think that's the way the UFC should bring it down because there's two Russians. Let it be one. Let it be one. Let, let, let's see who is the best Russian to come out of there. Once they start to come up, you, you, you apparently do have to match them up to see, to, to, you know, to see one of the guys from Russia come out and fight each other. So I think, uh, I think Umar, I think he should still take his time. He wasn't able to finish this guy. This guy wasn't the absolute, you know, the greatest but, I mean, Umar's just, he's only growing, man. He's only getting better. And he's, uh, hes I got my eye on him, to say the least, Schmo. Well, the Schmo did say his name for a reason when we went on that trant. 
last week about the loaded bandweight division because the Schmo is definitely convinced it is the deepest division in the UFC. No question about it. We brought up his name for a reason. Let's say Marab Devolishvili gets through Jose Aldo. If those two are in a collision course for that wrestling style, we talked about it before the show started. You and Marab have the worst styles for this guy because you can wrestle. You can go on the feet. But how impressive is this guy on the feet? He is maybe one or two away. It's very reminiscent of Islam Makachev's situation when he rose into the lightweight division. I mean, this guy just can win in all aspects, and his style is going to be very, very interesting for all of these contenders in the bantamweight division. But also Rachmadov, man. He's on a collision course for gold with Hamza Chemaev. The Shmo tweeted that in real time. What do you think about that? Rachmanov in the welterweight division. Rachmanov. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's another big threat. You see how the new generation guys are coming up, and it's like, okay. Like, even even Gombrot said he was the new generation. Like, no, you're not the new generation of style of fighting. Gombrot's 31. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's not the new gen. Anyways, but the, the new blood's coming in, but then... But then, who are you fighting, man? Like that's my biggest thing. Who, who, what names have you, have you, have you take, have you checked off your list? You know, it was about time with Gilbert Burns. You know, he fought Gilbert Burns. And he finally took somebody out in that. You know, he finally beat somebody with the name. But we also saw that that Hamzat asked, you know, could be it was tested, and he could also because there's a couple of times where he was breaking. You know what I'm saying? These are things that you're gonna figure out, but you won't know until he finds a legit fighter. I'm not saying that anybody he hasn't fought is legit. I'm just saying, man. Once you get to the top ten and then to the top five, to, when you get to the top five, that's when that's when that's when the shizness gets really real. Well, he beat Neil Magny. Neil Magny has for months, maybe a couple of years, has been saying, "I'll fight Hamza Chimaev." What he did to Neil Magny was so impressive, just a domination. Who do you think fights for a gold title first, Umar Namagamadov or Rachmanov in their respective divisions? Triple C. Who's fighting for gold first? But uh, probably Rachmanov, hundred percent. Yeah, Umar. There's a, there's so many there's so many fighters at Bantam. When I think I think Umar needs to uh, you know take his time with it. Yeah, he's ready, but still, man, like you want to sure you want to make sure when you're ready that 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 you know you got a bunch of you know that you, you have a bunch of experience under your belt. You know, I talked about it too, man. When I got knocked out by Demetrius, man, I was in the UFC for about a year and a half before I got a title shot. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that type of caliber of athlete. But you know, and plus you got Triple C in there. You you got you got you got all kinds of people trying to trying to get in there. You know, from from Sean O'Salty to you know to myself to Dominic Snooze to Cheeto. I mean, it, there's 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 a line, but he can cut it. He just has to open up that mouthpiece. Oh, we love it. Speak it. Get that English flowing through your system. You brought up Demetrius Johnson. Want to throw this out there because this is a loaded show. We got to get the UFC 276 preview. Uh, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson coming to Arizona, training with you, Triple C. Tell the fans, what's the deal here? Yeah, for all you fans, uh, for all you fans that don't like Triple C, somehow these competitors, these these ghosts, tend, they tend to like Triple C. So it's gonna be good, man. Demetrius is coming out tomorrow. We're gonna uh, game plan tomorrow. I'm gonna shoot over to his house and uh, watch some video game plan for what's to come for these for these next uh, this next uh, week and a half. You know, he's gonna be out on AZ for 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 a good amount of time and uh, just help him game plan and and make sure that everything's done on make sure that everything's done on point.
He's got the rematch with Adriano Moraesis. He's the last guy to beat him. The first guy to beat him, what, in a few years? Maybe since you. You're the only one to beat him other than this guy. So he's fighting this guy. What do you think is necessary for him to hear to win this rematch and forget what happened in that first fight? Um, mistakes. I mean, Demetrius Johnson literally got knee to the face, you know, and uh, there's a couple mistakes that he did, but nothing really crucial. But I think, I think these people are really going to game plan for Demetrius now. They're going to try to really switch it up. They might, they may try to press him. So you gotta, you gotta be prepared for both. You see, you got to be prepared for both. You got to you got to give him like every different feel that you could possibly think of. But there's gonna be a there's gonna be a plan uh, set in place, and uh, you know we're gonna isolate it. I'm I'm telling you, like just not even getting a chance to work with Demetrius, like I know he's super open minded. He's gonna be a whole new fighter. I'm not saying uh, just tactically, you know, being a lot smarter, and you know, I, I just feel like it, I just feel like it's a gift, Shmo, that I that I've had from all my years of competition. You know, this is where Humble Henry comes out. So I just think I can add to his arsenal that he already has. That's that's really good. Well, as long as you don't fight him again in your future, he's over there. One championship. I believe it's going to be in Singapore. But you know what? But you, but you, August 26th. What are you saying? But you know what, Shmo? I would, uh, Demetrius Johnson is the only guy that would really make me go down to 125 pounds. And I would really consider it. He's the only dude. You know, but wow. now that we're gonna now now that we're gonna be you know homies, you never know, dude, because he's a competitor too. We're all about making money, so I, I would, you know what I mean? <laughs> Triple C, no more late night runs or deliveries. Rather from McDonald's with the extra large fries and that orange crush soda. You've been doing oh, that too man. often. You know me too well, Schmo. Don't tell the world, please. Uh, we'll keep it there. We'll keep it closer to the heart. There's more secrets that the Schmo can reveal. Let's talk about UFC 276. Let's do a little preview special, preview special. Gold medal moment, Israel Adesanya, Jared Cannonier, the main event. Are we hearing and still or and new? But listen, what do you like the most about this matchup? Yeah, the person that needs to adjust is uh, Jared Cannonier. It's not like Israel's not going to go in there and just take somebody out with, I mean, he could, he could only if you let him, if you keep, if you, if you let Israel be in that kicking range, everything he does is just a setup to reach you with that kick. And people are not real recognizing that. I don't understand why nobody wrestles him. And when they do look at, look, look at, look at what the, you know, the Polish nightmare did, but these guys are just, they're stuck on something else. And I just, I really don't get it. I really don't. I don't see any, like, I don't see 185. I don't see any weight class, really, in comparison to 135 pounds. The only weight class that I see is 155 pounds. Anyways, that being said, is Jared's really, he's going to have to make it dirty. You're not technical like Israel. I think he, I think you can kick him, and I think you can wrestle him. I think that's how you beat him. You really do, because as much as he, he leans super hard with that leg, I think I think the fakes, the feints, all that's going to have to take place. And if Jared Kennedy can do that, I think I think you can win the fight because it's it's not about you just bringing the war. It's about you bringing the war in the best tactical sense. Jared Cannonier, the schmo's been interviewing him for years. This guy is so well rounded. He's not talked about or appreciated enough. I mean, what he's done when he beat Anderson Silva, super impressive. And that fight against Robert Whitaker, I know we didn't get to see the best of him because he was checking a kick. Whitaker broke his arm. He battled him with a broken arm in that fight. But ever since then, he's been dismantling guys. This guy's once fought at heavyweight. He's gone all the way down to light heavyweight, then to middleweight, where he's just tearing through guys. This has all of the potential to be the fight we thought Paulo Costa and Israel Adesanya could have been. 
this fight, Jared Cannonier and Israel Adesanya. But with that said, Izzy, dominant in the way that he just beats his opponents. It hasn't been flashy as of late. We haven't seen great fights of him. I mean, was the Marvin Vittori fight the second one really special? Was the fight that he had with... Um, Yoel Romero, right before the pandemic, very special. No, no but Schmo, the fight Schmo, that got him Schmo, there. Schmo, Schmo, there's only been one fight that's been entertaining. That's that Paulo Acosta. And Paulo Acosta wasn't there, but, you know, we got to credit him. Paulo, Calvin Gaslam. Calvin Gaslam for the interim title was exciting. You're right. You're right. Maybe a couple, but the majority of his fights that haven't really been exciting. They, 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 it's been a lot of talk, quite quite frankly, man. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I think... Uh, you don't want to underestimate the killer gorilla either, man. Yeah. That dude, he's a big body, man. And, he, you know, sometimes when you get guys that just... He, I see him more of a freestyler. He's going to mix things. He's just going to go with the flow. But I hope he can make those adjustments, man. I really do. But, you know, I hope I hope Ezra brings the entertainment. And he actually, not just not just before the fight, but actually literally like in the, in the scrap where it's everything is good, you know? Israel Adesanya wins this fight with speed. Jared Cannonier wins this fight by making it dirty. Get in there, closing the distance, mudding things up, and not let Israel Adesanya get in the pocket, pick him apart, and fight his fight. So we'll see what happens here. It's going to be interesting, but uh, the Schmo's been chomping at the bit for this fight for years, and I'm excited that we're finally getting to see this. Adesanya, if he wins, and if he wins in impressive fashion the way he feels he needs to win, he's one step closer to challenging Anderson Silva as the greatest middleweight of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, not yet. How, it, 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 he, he, no, no, not one step closer. He's, it doesn't mean he's going to... If he gets through Cannoneer, he's not there yeah, yet. But he's just yeah. one step closer. Well, not just that, but I think he's. I think more likely after this fight, I think he's going to want to go up. If he does beat Cannoneer, I think I think he's going to take his... I think he's going to take his chances with Yuri. You know, I think he's going to go up. I don't think there's nobody at 185 pounds that would probably challenge him. And I think Yuri will accept... I think Yuri will Yuri will literally accept that fight, and uh, you know it's going to be a battle of uh, of strikers. And who is it that could, uh, you know, that, that's more fundamentally sound? But there's also that Alex Pereira, the guy that who was knocked him out twice, and they didn't knock him out with kicks, like knocked, knocked him out with the left hook. It was it was a yeah, it was a left or right hook, I forget. And that's a guy that we cannot sleep on because that's to me that's the fight that I really want to see out of all of them, him and Sean Strickland, you know. Yeah, and that's going to be on the fight card. We're going to get to the bet on the lines, and we're going to talk about your prediction on that one. But that's why the Shmo doesn't think Adesanya, he beats Cannonier. He's going to go up to light heavyweight right off the bat. I feel like if Perea gets through Strickland or Strickland gets through Perea, he's going to defend against one of those guys. At least one defense would be against those guys and then go up to the light heavyweight division. But the Shmo will say this. If Adesanya gets this light heavyweight strap, we're jumping the gun here. Then the Schmo guarantees we'll eventually see Johnny Bones Jones and Adesanya. I don't care if it's not 205 and they agree to like a catchweight at 215. Those guys are going to clash if you see Adesanya holding a light heavyweight gold. They're both too much of gamers nah, for that Jones, collision Jones, to not Jones, Jones, would, Jones would hurt him, dude. Like that's not even like I get it. It's exciting. He'll it's probably exciting. get the opportunity. Money. Money. Yeah, no, I get that. But no, but you're, you're talking about. Jones is just another creature, man. He's another human. Jones, Jones could literally outstrike him, but what he's picked up now and 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 recognizing more of the distance and stuff in his position, Jones is the most dangerous guy to ever grace in any type of fight game in history, because he's just that good. He's a physical specimen with an IQ, 
and uh, and and not not just on top of that, he's a great student, Schmo. Like I literally, man. John is a great student, man. Like he literally, he listens. He's eager to learn. There's a lot of things that he's doing that people don't see. He's not just a a ball of talent, man. You know what I'm saying? Like there's 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 a there's a, there's a real humble. There's a real humble side to him that's uh, that's very cool, man. It's very precious. Well, the schmo gets an adrenaline dump every time we talk about Johnny Bones Jones because why haven't we got him booked with Steve Miocic? Let's get this guy fighting for the interim heavyweight gold already. Jesus. Let's move on to the silver medal moment. Your boy, Alexander Volkanovsky against Max Holloway. Trey, the trilogy fight, baby. Triple C. Let's go. And still and new and why? Uh, it depends. It depends what Max Holloway comes comes out with. If he's the same Max Holloway, we're going to see the same result. You know, just using hands, just a volume fighter, pressing, doing things like that. If if Volkanovski is able to game plan and maybe wrestle a little bit more of this fight or continue to keep kicking his legs, and uh, we will see what the outcome may be, but it's a, it's up in the air, man. Because you have to respect, man. Like Max Holloway could could Max Holloway could pull it off, but at the same time, Alexander Volkanovsky has shown improvements and leaps and bounds. Like he 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 understands the game, like he really does. But I think if anybody at 145 five pounds could beat him, it is it's gonna have to be Max. If not, he's gonna have to he's gonna fly through the whole the whole 145 pound weight division, and that's the same reason why I want that fight, Schmo. But whatever, dude. I sound like a damn crybaby by now. I'm back in the USADA pool. I've been tested three times. So oh, that, you got tested a third time. I, I got tested a third time, so I'm already you know my uh, my name's my name's gonna be on the hat, man. So. You know, if he wants to go up and fight uh, the winner, if he wins this fight, he wants to fight for the second bout, I think he does deserve it. I really do. But at the same time, it's like, you know, he, he, we're eventually going to cross paths, and I know that for sure. Well, Volkanovski certainly got the healthy competition competing with his buddy Adesanya on the pound-for-pound pound list. Obviously, you got Usman at the top at number who's, one. Who's, who's, what, what are the pound-for-pound the pound rankings right now? I believe those guys are two and three. If they're not, they should be. That's what the schmo thinks because I think Usman's number one and deservingly so. But I think those and, guys are two and, and three. And who's number two? I believe it is Adesanya. I'd have that's, to check this out. Wait, let's look at these pound for pound rankings real quick. No, but, that, but I don't. Uh, think, I don't think that's right, schmo. I think it should be uh, Kamaru. I get it. Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, Amanda Nunes. Well, Amanda <laughs> Nunes, joking. she's not even a <laughs> champion. No, and the Schmo interviewed the champion of that Bantamweight division recently. So Adesanya's two. Actually, oh no, Volkanovski's two, Adesanya's three. Yeah, it used to be Adesanya two, I think. That's about right. That's a, I, I, would, I, would even put, uh, I would even put Charles de Bronx ahead of Adesanya. I would put He's Adesanya, number four. I would put Adesanya. I would put Adesanya number four just because of the track record that he's had and the, the, the finishes and things of that nature, you know? And Adesanya has a loss, whether he went up or he went down or he went to the side, you have a loss on your thing. And I, I think you being number three, when I was competing, Schmo, about two two plus years ago, just think about the top three that we had. We had John Jones, number one, Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov, number two, and then Triple C, number three. I literally had two bouts in Olympic gold medal, and I was ranked number three. These dudes now, man, you can take you can take fifty losses and be in the, but but then again, I also started to realize that the pound for pound is, it just really did, didn't matter, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's an opinion, and I used to want it so bad, but then I was just like, no, it's just 
it's an opinion, man. I, I'm the only one in the whole UFC in the men's division that had two belts. Like I had already separated myself more than any of those dudes. So to my, to me, in my eyes, I was pound for pound. We love the confidence and opinions. Everyone's got them, just like buttholes, Triple C. We totally understand you when it comes to that. But Dubronx Oliveira didn't make weight. They got him at four. I understand the pound for pound. By the way, he's got the platinum blonde hair, too. And Mike Perry. The Schmoe's joining great company here, baby. Let's go. We love it. But anyways, Max Holloway is the guy to beat him. If not, I see Volkanovski going up to 155 and getting Dana White. Sean Shelby, Hunter Campbell, the guys giving him the green light to challenge for the 155-pound title if he does beat Max in the trilogy. Three fights over Max Holloway, who a lot of considered him the greatest featherweight of all time. And by the way, if you didn't, it's Aldo, who Volkanovski's also got a W over. Let's go to the bronze medal. Sugar Sean O'Malley, the Sugar Show, he's back in town against Pedro Munoz, baby. Let's go. Number 10 is Pedro. Number 13, Sugar Show, he's not unranked anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know what, man? I'm gonna, man, I'm gonna have to go with Sean on this one. Um, I think through the grid, I think Pedro could beat him, but Pedro's gonna have to really cover distance. If Pedro doesn't make the fight dirty, he's gonna lose to Sean O'Malley. Yeah, man, you know what? I'm kind of flip flopping back and forth because if he does bring that grit and he does do the right things and he does cover and he does close the distance, that's gonna be his fight. But man, Sean technically is good. He re technically that like, he can punch straight, he can do straight. What he, what Sean doesn't have is he doesn't have experience, and he doesn't have that high level grit. You know what I mean? He doesn't have that high level grit of Marlon Marais blowing your left shoulder out, you know, spraying both both your ankles in the fight and still finding a way to win. He doesn't have that grit. So you're gonna have to. If, so if I was Pedro Munoz, I would have to throw out the kitchen sink and make it dirty since the beginning because we saw Sean O'Malley. He looks at the clock. When times are getting, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's just a huge no-no. So you can do all that meditation, Sean, and everything that you're doing and whatnot and cold plunges. But if you cannot control your composure, that's a big weakness, man, and someone's going to expose that. And uh, sometimes you, you have to discredit to the fighters that he's fighting. Can they recognize that? Can they see that? And that's to me, that's like the biggest thing. But he's going up against Pedro Munoz. Pedro Munoz is, you know, he's a tough competitor. He's a top tenor. Uh, is it a winnable fight for, for Sean? I think so. But is can Pedro also hurt him? I think so, too. So that's up in the air. I like Pedro. Uh, but I just, I, I, it depends who comes out, Schmo. Pedro's got the plus 225 odds. O'Malley minus 265. We're looking at the bet online odds. We're going to get to the pillow fights predictions next. But on that note, Pedro Munoz, he's fought in so many wars. He's fought the who's who's. Has it finally caught up to him? Are we seeing the tail end of Pedro Munoz in his career? That's a question. Which version is going to show up? But the big thing for him to get his hand raised is closing the distance, testing Sean O'Malley, bringing him to the deep waters for all the reasons that you just mentioned. Who's really tested him and got to the grit? Can we see him facing the adversity? I think O'Malley's jiu-jitsu, we haven't even seen it, but he's very good there. He's very underrated because people don't know about it there. He's got that lengthy body. He, he fights at distance, keeps it there, uses speed to win, just like Adesanya using his speed advantage against Cannoneer. That's how Sugar Sean O'Malley wins. It's a winnable fight for O'Malley, but it is a winnable fight for Pedro. It's just what version of Pedro, because we're going to see the best version of Sugar Sean O'Malley. The Schmo sees why the odds makers of Betalina are giving him minus 265 O'Malley. The Sugar Show loves fighting in Vegas. Pay-per-view. 
I mean, it is what it is. He's expecting a knockout to finish. Yeah, yeah. Well, if he does it, if he does it, that, that, that to me in my eyes, that'll be his first big win. <laughs> I really do. You know, you expected all that other stuff from him last time. Like he's literally being fed. He's literally being fed. You know, he's being spoon fed by the UFC. So, whatever, man. This is gonna be his first real competition, and we'll see how. Uh, we'll see if he backs it up with the top tenner. Sugar Sean O'Malley, baby. Let's go. Let's see it. Let's bring it on to Pillow Fights, where you, Triple C, talk about the official predictions presented by Bet Online. Let's start off with Adesanya Cannoneer. Adesanya minus 425, Cannoneer plus 325. What is the official prediction? We might be repeating what we talked about. Adesanya Cannoneer. I'm just going to have to go with Israel Adesanya. I think he's too experienced. Uh, I would like to see Jerry Cannonier kind of pull the upset, but I wouldn't put my money on that. I think uh, the, the way Robert Whitaker, you know, finished him, not saying that we can all have a, a bad fight, but whew, just the way he finished him or whatnot, um, I'm just going to go Israel Adesanya. He's more technical. I think he's going to leg kick him, and uh, and that's all she wrote. Let's go down to Jim Miller, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. This is like the third time Donald Cowboy Cerrone has to cut to 155. The other two times he's cut for the Joe Lozon fights, he didn't even get the fight, man. What kind of toll is that going to have on his body? Cerrone's plus 185 money, Jim Miller minus 220. Battle of veterans, battle of the guys with the most amount of fights in the UFC. Combined, nobody's had more fights in the UFC than these two. In the How many? In the octagon. I don't know. The schmo just is naming this <laughs> off the top of the head. That's all yeah. we're doing here. I think we... as, as as crazy as it sounds, Shmo, I think Jim Miller has more than Cowboy Dude. I think so. And Maybe that's like a lot. A lot. That's crazy. But I'm going to have to go with Jim Miller. I think I think he has less damage. And I think, Cowboy, I think Cowboy's been in too many wars, man. So I think, you know, he wants to get up to 50. So that's two more fights. But I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to go with. I'm just gonna have to go with Jim Miller. That's where I put. That's where I put my money on. All right, Triple C. Speaking of guys who've been in brawls and wars, Robbie Lawler, former champion in the welterweight division, against Brian Barberina, minus 120 for Lawler. Barberina plus 100. It's gonna be a war, baby. I can understand. The schmo can understand why the odds makers are favoring the former welterweight champion. Yeah. No. Of course, man. He's been there before. He has experience. He's. 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 He's he has great takedown defense, and he's just a veteran of the game. Even though he's even though he's probably taking more punishment than Barbarina, I just feel like the just the ball's just rolling for Robbie Law, and I think that's gonna be a, I think that's gonna be a victory for him. And the schmo thinks that the time between fights, because we saw him fight Nick Diaz, but just the time off, he's still a warrior. He's got great work ethic. What he does over at Sanford MMA in South Florida and the Barwis Center for training, Robbie Lawler forced to be reckoned with still in the game Jalen Turner the tarantula against Brad Riddell the schmo thinks this is contender for fight of the night two guys that can bang Jalen Turner he's kind of like an Anderson Silva built in the lightweight division Brad Riddell though this guy brawls the war he had with Fiziev his stand-up capability both these guys Turner's gonna have the length Riddell's got to close the distance. Riddell's plus one, plus one fifteen. Turner's minus one thirty-five. This is the fight the schmo wouldn't put any money on. But if you're a gambling man, we can understand plus one fifteen for Bradell. If you're a daredevil, both these guys are gonna bang. Someone's likely gonna get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. You, you. I don't think I have anything to add on that schmo. All right, but you are gonna have something to add to Alex Perea, favored minus one twenty against Sean Tarzan Strickland, plus one hundred. Bet online. 
Wow, that's a good one, man. I think, uh, oof, you don't sleep on Sean Strickland either. Sean Strickland is, uh, the only thing that scares me with Sean Strickland is does he really know how to train? Because if he trains how he talks and how what he says, it's like that's not always good for you. But if he doesn't take damage in the head, that could also be something that really helps him. And I know Alex Pereira, he's been in the striking game. He's been a glory, a glory light heavyweight world champ. So he I, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to strike. I think uh, I think he's just a sharper guy. But I also wouldn't count Sean Strickland now. But for this one, if I had to put my money, I'm going Alex Pereira. What version of Sean Strickland will show up? If Sean Strickland puts his ego away and is a gamer, a competitor, a martial artist, Sean Strickland can win this fight. He grapples with the best of him. He's grappled with Hamza Chamath. He's been spending his time grappling with Ankalaev. Some say is the future light heavyweight champion who will challenge Yeri Prozaka. He's going up and grappling with that guy, light heavyweight division in the wrestling. If Sean Strickland puts the ego aside, wrestles, grapples with him, he's one tough cookie. He could win this fight and dirty the things up. But if he sits there and trades with him and is not smart and takes the shots, he could get picked apart. It depends what Sean Strickland is. Sean Strickland, don't underestimate. You want to be a gambling man, plus 100. And it's the final one. I saved the best for last for you, Triple C. Alexander Volkanovsky, plus, sorry, minus 200. Max Holloway, plus 170. Remember what the odds were the first two times they fight. Poof. Yeah, like I said before, it's all going to depend on 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 Max Holloway. Can he adjust? Can he can he come up with a new game plan? I didn't see it the last two fights. I saw the same Max Holloway, so it's just hard for me. But I'm gonna have to go with Alexander. Unfortunately, Alexander, the average. He makes me sick, but the little midget could fight. There it is, folks. Bet online odds. You heard from Triple C. You heard from the Schmo. We got a loaded week. It's Las Vegas International Fight Week. We got the Hall of Fame with DC and Khabib. Triple C's coming to town. Loaded week. Make sure you watch, listen, subscribe. Enjoy the fights. What's your name? I am Triple C. I am Blonde Schmo. We will deliver. And we are.